Hello, hello, my beautiful people, and welcome or welcome back to the Authentically Blue podcast. I am your host, Carlson, and in today's episode, we have the last episode of the year, 2022. Where am I? I always enjoy giving where I am while recording the podcast, and currently, I am in my mom's car, and I have been dying to do this for the past four episodes. Well, three episodes when I came up with the idea, I was like, actually... The car might be a really great place to do the, for the acoustics and the sound. So here we are. Future me while editing is hoping and praying this is amazing. The time is 2 a.m. Do not ask me. I know I keep saying this in every episode. Don't ask me why I'm recording so late. But I am a night owl, okay? We have established this at this point. And I work, I work best at night. I enjoy thinking at night. I love night vibes. It's just quiet and chill and the whole world is asleep. And I don't know, you could say the same thing for early mornings. Have I ever been an early riser? No, there are points where I've tried to and it's worked out amazingly, but I am an owl and I love it. So yeah, those are the vibes. Welcome if you're new here. I don't even know if I said that, but welcome if you're new here. Welcome back if you're a regular listener. Uh, thank you for tuning in and yeah let's enjoy this last episode of the year I'm so excited to do this right now I don't know if you can tell by how my voice is I may need to tone it down a bit but in this episode I am doing things I learned in 2022 so I went back and forth trying to decide how I want this episode to be the final one of the year I was like should I do vision boarding getting your life together how to get out of a rut like a goals kind of um, episode, how to get your life together for 2023, how to get excited, getting your, you know, all that jazz. And it just didn't sit right with me. And I was like, you know what, I'll do lessons, even though I've kind of done a lessons episode with my therapy episode that I released. Here we are. Okay, 2022 was a year full of so many lessons. I think this is the year I have gone through the most I have in my life and I don't know what to say about that but here I am sharing what I learned throughout the year. I hope somebody out there learns from my experiences and resonates and I just hope it helps one person out there. So here we are. Enjoy. I'm gonna give 10 lessons. I don't know if I mentioned that. Lesson number one or what 2022 has taught me should I say. I learned how to be okay with me and I learned how to lean on me. I put this as one point because, man, I had to face so many, I really had to face some of the ugliest parts of myself this year and face so many insecurities and anxieties because the beginning of the year, it kind of all came crippling down in a matter of weeks so in different aspects of my life and I didn't really have an option so I don't know if I should be grateful for that or not but thankfully I am in a better place right now I really had to learn how to embrace me my faults my insecurities I had to lean into my strengths and learn how to truly depend on me which I don't think I had done prior to this year I am at a place where I'm really content with myself that's something I have been working on for a very long time I am generally not a person who depends on people, but I am a huge connection person. I love connecting with people. Just life's, life just happened to be that all the people I was connecting with had different journeys to me and experiences and at different stages in life. And I just had to 
embrace me. That's numero uno, what I learned. Number two is I learned how to take deep breaths when things got overwhelming. And my oh my, did they get overwhelming. (laughs) I know I talk a lot about how overwhelming the first half of the year was. But listen, it was a crazy time and I'm sharing, you know, I'm sharing what I learned. If somebody out there is going through what I went through this half of the year, which is so much anxiety, so much overwhelmingness, just having an existential crisis, you will get through it. You will be fine. But if you're not and you have just want to hear or, or are curious about what I learned, here we are. So I definitely learned how to take deep breaths when things got overwhelming. I am someone who doesn't ask for help. I am somebody who's not used to asking for help when I need to ask for help. And that's a horrible habit to have because no man is an island. And as Liverpool motto goes, you will never walk alone. I don't know why I'm bringing up Liverpool right now because I haven't been supporting my team for over two years. I used to support them like crazy before 2020. And now that I'm back at home, my brothers and dad have been going crazy with the Premier League and the World Cup and all of that jazz. So I'm kind of getting back into it. I don't know, but yeah, you will never walk alone, as the Liverpool people say. I learned how to ask for help when I needed it, when things got too much for me. And believe me, if you're like me and find it difficult to ask for help, there is so much relief in asking for help. Yes, you may feel like I need to do this by myself or you want to prove to people or yourself or whoever that you can do it by yourself. Yes, there are situations where you can do stuff by yourself. But if you need help, you're human. And part of being human is connections and help and assistance. Nobody in this planet got to where they are without help or assistance. Like there's nobody who can. Yes, there may be situations where, you know, um, when you reach a certain age or circumstances where someone's an orphan or they are estranged from their family, but from birth, literally being a kid, someone fed you, someone when you were sick took care of you, these different stages and elements to things and there's no shame in asking for help. So go ask for help if you need help. I'll give a personal example. Um, Something earlier this year that really helped me through my crisis is when I went to therapy and when I asked for help because I took the action of going to therapy, of seeking out therapy, It was such a relief sitting in those sessions and unpacking how I was feeling and why I was feeling that way and kind of just sharing with someone my thoughts, thoughts that were, you know, dark and scary and frustrating and lonely and having someone there help me explore these feelings and navigate my way through. So it felt like the weight was lifted off my shoulders. In other words, to give you a visual I felt like there was an elephant sitting on my chest. And every time I left the sessions, yes, there were some sessions where there were some sessions where I left there having more things to unpack. I think especially the last episode, the last, the last episode, the last session I went to, I really needed to unpack because I discovered something about myself that was like, oh my goodness. And my therapist was like, you may need to sit with this for a little bit and unpack because it may take you a while to really come to terms with it so other than those that specific session other sessions I really left there thinking oh this is such a relief I'm grateful I asked for help I mean I thank my therapist like a crazy human being and she was like I don't think I've met someone who's 
I know she didn't really say this. I think in her head she was like, I've never seen someone who's thanked me this much for a therapist. And I mean, I felt like that at times because of how much it helped me. So ask for help if you need help. I grew up in an environment that didn't necessarily embrace feelings when I was younger. And at that age, you know, there's a certain age in life where you grow up learning about the world and how people operate and how people think. So for me, there are a few specific years where I was like, nah, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm going to deal with this because that's how I was brought up. It is ironic because now I am an emotionally intelligent person and I have always been, since the last time I can remember, I've been in tune with my emotions and I am aware of how I'm feeling, how others are feeling, how to navigate emotions. And I may not have, it's just something within me. I care about emotions so much and the effects it has on the world. I mean, if you really do think about it, these are my 2 a.m. thoughts. This is insane. This is off topic. But if you really do think about it, I don't know. I've thought this while watching stuff. If I watch like thrillers and psychological things, I just think the main reason why most, I mean, I'm not a scientist or whatever, or I haven't studied people who are like psychopaths. So what's the other word? psychopaths I was going to say sociologists no sociologists are people who study psychopaths or sociopaths yes that's the word psychopaths and sociopaths if you look at it in movies I don't know about real life but most of the time in movies these people have been neglected one way on one way or another with their emotions when they were younger or they were belittled and made to feel a certain way and people are conditioned like literally, I feel like people are conditioned from a young age and how you grow up in this world and the family around you and the people around you is what shapes you to be who you are. So if you grow up in a household that's very emotionally in tune, you will be emotionally in tune. If you grow up in an environment that's not, you may not until you're older and you decide to sort of unpack by yourself or you're surrounded with people who do. But it's tricky. These things are really tricky. Another side note, this is why I'm really like, People who bring kids into this world, like really need to be mindful about the all-roundedness because we have enough chaos in this world as it is. Okay, enough about that aspect of it. Back to the lessons. I may touch on, you know, my thoughts on that in another episode, but I thought I should just include it right now. Lesson number three is I really learned how to give me grace. And I know I've talked about this throughout this episode, but it's a theme or something I learned in therapy and what I am working on and have been actively working on is giving myself grace. I spent so much of the first half of this year being so strict on myself, so hard on myself. I am generally hard on myself as a person, like I have high standards and expectations for myself. And my family knows this, that sometimes it's like I kind of parent myself. I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly, but I really had to learn how to give myself grace and enjoy being young and be my age and just forget all the experiences and trauma and how I am supposed to be and expectations I have on myself and other people have on me. Lesson number four. I really learned how to let go. My oh my, this one was, I think this is one of the hardest ones because it really fucked it really fucked with my head. There's no, I was going to say messes with my head, but messes with my head doesn't even do justice. It really, it really fucked with my head. And I had to let go of so many things. I'm going to touch on two things specifically. 
So I had to let go of people in my life and I had to let go of certain thoughts I had. With people, I lost some friends um, at the same time and I also lost an idea of a future I had somebody and um, there was a lot of uncertainty at this point in my life and mind you, these things were happening at the same time. And people don't, I know I'm laughing right now, but people don't talk about friendship breakups enough. I feel like it's more heartbreaking than normal, like like romantic breakups. I don't know. That's just my hot take. And people I've talked to feel the same way. And recently, like the past few weeks, I've been hearing people talk about friendship breakups, like here or there. Maybe it's something that I'm focused on and I plan on doing an episode on this that I'm realizing. You know, when you like think of a purple car and then you keep seeing purple cars everywhere. I don't know whether that's the effect it's having on me or people are actively just talking about it. It was just a lot to deal with. And I have healed throughout the months and gained insight while reflecting. I kid you not, months later, like literally two weeks ago, I realized something else in terms of a situation I was dealing with this first half of the year and gained a lot of insight while reflecting. Like came to realizations as time went by and the more clarity I I got on a situation, whether it's how I felt or why that thing specifically happened. And it just gave me a lot of clarity and grace. Give yourself time if you're going through something like this. I mean, there's this saying that people say, which is people come into your life for a reason, a season and a lifetime. And when I was going through it in the beginning half of the year, like I was in the trenches, the thick of it. Three people in my life told me, <laughs> I don't know why I used three specifically, but I do vividly remember three people telling me, people come into your life for a reason, a season, a lifetime. And I was like, do not tell me that because I cared for these people. I valued these people. I was there for these people. I wanted to be there for these people for a very long time. And I chose them. Like, it's not family, these people who I'm talking about. And I like, I chose them and appreciated who they were as humans. And ah, it was just frustrating. So... In hindsight, looking back after healing and reflecting and gaining clarity on these situations, I do see that point where people come to your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. Trust me, I keep saying this. I mean, I've said this before. Healing is messy as fuck. There's nothing... Healing isn't easy. I mean, if healing was easy, people wouldn't be walking around. Grown-ass adults wouldn't be walking around like children. Now people would be facing their traumas and situations head on but no healing is messy and painful and it's not linear it doesn't it's not just like one straight line and you go through it it goes and comes back and you have different triggers but healing is so worth it i i don't even know how else to say this so give yourself time to heal and who knows you may be healing for a very long time or you may be healing for a short amount of time but sit you sit with your emotions feel what you need to feel the good the bad and the ugly and keep it moving and don't get me wrong um i think certain aspects for instance romantic relationships and career wise you actually get to see why things didn't work out for a certain way. Romantic, I would say in some elements. Career, you can definitely see like this certainty. If you lose a job or you move to a different job or don't get a job you apply for, you get to map 
with time or as time goes by, you get to see the fruits of your labor or why certain situations didn't work out or you find yourself in a better place than you could have ever imagined, hopefully. Whereas with romantic relationships, that could be the case, like depending if the per- if the person you're with didn't align with you or was iffy. However, there are some situations where you're with someone and they're perfect for you, but you don't get a clear answer why they work out. Maybe you never will, maybe you will. But in most cases, I feel like people, especially romantic ones, you get to see why, didn't, why things didn't work out as you wanted them to be. I don't know. That's just how I feel in this moment in time. I don't know if that's necessarily accurate, but that's my understanding of it. While with friends, they don't have that much of an impact in your life as career and your romantic relationships do. So, hmm. That's just life. There's so much pain in life. There's so much frustration. There's so much learning and growing. It's all part of the human experience. And as frustrating as it is, it's kind of beautiful because I can't imagine a life where everybody just got what they wanted. I mean, that would be amazing. But if everyone was just the same or everyone got what they wanted and how things should be, like, would it really be worth it? I don't know. And of course, there's levels to this. Like, I don't mean horrible, horrible things. I just mean, you know, hopefully you get what I'm saying. I don't mean to sound or be um, impolite or it's or insensitive, should I say. With thoughts, it's so difficult because when people go through tricky situations, difficult situations or traumas in their life, the thoughts you have... Um, stick with you and it's so difficult to let go of them believe me I know this from experience this first half of the year I had to sit my ass down and reevaluate my thoughts on different aspects on my relationships on my career on my health on so many aspects of my life I just had so many questions and thoughts I had to let go of and part of this was was also thinking of the roles I have in people's lives, especially people I care about and loved ones. And it was tricky. It was really tricky sitting down and being self-aware, but I had to. There was no other way to move forward. I had to do it and I'm grateful I did because now I have a clear understanding and I feel good about where I am at the moment. If you are going through this, I know I say this frequently, but... You're going to be okay. um, I'm sending you love. I'm always available. Links down below. By the way, side note, I realized that my Instagram link wasn't working, but it's all fixed right now. So go check out my Instagram. I really work hard on trying to make the page look amazing. Go check out my Twitter. Email me down below if you prefer email. Like My personal Instagram is also down below if you want to go put a face behind the name and just (laughs) stalk me a little. Everything is down below. But back to the point, I was listening to a podcast the other day with Jay Shetty and Trevor Noah. And Trevor Noah used a really good analogy. He said, going on a plane and putting your seatbelt on, the seatbelt is there to protect you from getting into an accident or any harm. Or similar to when you're in a car and you're putting your seatbelt on, you're protecting yourself. The seatbelt symbolizes his thoughts, his views, the people around him and how mindful he is of his life. When these things are not worth it anymore, he takes it off. Kind of like when you get to your destination. Whereas if you don't let go of these thoughts and emotions and experiences or people, it ends up strangling you. Okay, not strangling. Strangling is an insane visual. But straps you to the chair. It holds you in and traps you. 
So that was beautifully said. I don't know if I gave it justice to how he said it, but I was like, bro, this is what I was doing this first half of the year. I will link the podcast down below for you to go listen to. Lesson number five, energy flows where energy goes. I mean, I knew this one before. I mean, it's something I have been working on the past few years, especially when I got into manifestation and all of that jazz. I mean, it's pretty obvious. The things you focus on is where your energy flows. But this year, the amount of times my mind went to things that were out of my control or things I was anxious about or insecure about. It was such a waste. And in those moments, I was so overwhelmed that I couldn't not focus on it. And I don't blame myself, but I am going to be more mindful moving forward because it's really easy to like wallow or overthink or sit in these emotions. And don't get me wrong, you can't do these things, but I feel like doing them, you have to be mindful while doing it. Otherwise, you're going to spiral. And it gets pretty distracting. Lesson number six, appreciating each moment as it is and not overthinking shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to guys. Bro, I'm getting too comfortable with this mic right now. I don't know whether it's the 2 a.m. vibes or the fact that I'm in my mom's car and just chilling. It's these beautiful green trees around me. It's a whole vibe. I'm loving this. Hopefully the audio is amazing as well. But yeah, not overthinking things. There's so many ways you can look at this, whether it's comparing moments, i.e. a moment you're more happier than this or wishing you were in a different place or feeling blue in a moment. It's really important to try to be mindful and be present while keeping it moving because being fully present is a gift. All the moments I look back on fondly, especially this year, are ones where I was present. I was there and I was actively appreciating and taking in the moment. So go do that if you needed this reminder. Lesson number seven. My happiness depends on moi. This one, um, I think I mentioned this actually in the therapy episode, but it's very easy to find ourselves slipping into the expectations we have of other people. And that can lead to disappointment because humans are not perfect. We cannot control humans. I mean, we shouldn't. But sometimes you find yourself wanting people to behave a certain way or do something. And there's nothing wrong about that. But half of the time it comes from either insecurities or anxieties or overthinking. And if we sit to the emotions... <laughs> I feel like I'm a therapist right now. If you sit with your emotions and just unpack why you're feeling that way. Think, how can I solve this solution right now? What can I do to improve this and be better? And then go for it. Figure it out and do it for yourself. Because your happiness depends on you. Your life depends on you. Think about what brings you joy, what brings you excitement. Make a note of it and go for those things. We are here for a short amount of time. I know I say this a lot, but I, it's so fucking true. When I say this, it's like I'm saying all these things to myself too. And I have to remind myself not to get caught up in false expectations or my expectations for other people and just take life by the horns and go for it. Because life's too short, y'all. Lesson number eight is trust your freaking gut and instincts. Man, oh man, have I ignored my instincts only twice in my lifetime and have I fucking regretted it is an understatement. 
this year in one situation, it's actually, I kind of said this before, but both, both friendship breakups I dealt with that were extremely painful, I really ignored my gut in both of them. Why I did that? I don't know. I suppose, as they say, the heart can be full, but not your gut, because your gut learns from past experiences and doesn't forget or let it go. Whereas your heart is more like, let's give them a chance. Looking at the more hopeful side, but bish, no. Listen to your gut. I'm never, like, I've made a promise to myself. <laughs> That's so cringy, but I have made a promise to myself. I'm going to listen to my gut. I My gut is accurate like most of the time and I was telling a family friend about this how I am very intuitive and sometimes I feel things without proof but I am someone who I don't act on things if I don't have proof and I just find it complicated so sometimes it's tricky for me to trust my gut when I know I'm leaning a certain way or I don't have certain proof I don't believe in it but man oh man believe your gut believe your gut your gut is there for a reason and uh, trust it especially if you have a sixth sense <laughs> it's freaking insane lesson number eight this is super duper important i don't know why i'm saying it so late in the list none of this is in order by the way i'm just saying them but this one is super important so take note people project way more than you realize it's not always you there's a chance it's the insecurity, the anxiety, them overthinking, their jealousy or even fear that they have that they're projecting on you in whatever situation it may be. So please, please, please be mindful and always check in with you. Does it feel right to you? Are you comfortable? Do you feel good about whatever whatever action it is you're taking? If yes, live your life, ma, and vibe through it. <laughs> when I said vibe, I'm currently watching The Flash. It's my like um, guilty, relaxing pleasure in the evenings. And I don't don't tell me why I thought of vibe. Like if you know Flash, then you know what I'm talking about. But vibe your way through life. Maybe not that kind of vibe, but vibe. You know, vibe your way through life. The finale, the final lesson I have for you today, number ten, is. People they will think what they want to think of you, no matter what. So fucking do you. I touched on this in the therapy session. Epi- session? Mom, this was like a therapy session, but a therapy episode also. But So go listen to it if you want to hear what I said about it in depth. But it's true. People will think about what they want to think. You can't change people's perception of you. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you want to, no matter how whatever is done it's just how it is similar to this i would say people show you who they are and believe them don't go try changing people just observe note and keep it moving okay that is it for this week's episode oh yeah as i said earlier i debated on whether i should include like a reset goal setting aspect to this episode but i decided against it one thing i will say though i hit the mic one thing i will say though is please go have a look at your digital space. It's so easy to clutter digitally. And we live in a space where digital life is a part of who we are, whether it's your tabs on your computer or your bookmarks on your computer or your downloads on your phone or your computer, or like your OneDrive, your Google Drive, your YouTube, your podcasts, your mail, your notes app on your phone or your computer, your Notion, Google Calic. There's so many apps and elements that we use. So go through it, clean it up, clear it up, your photos. Oh my goodness, 
I have to sit down with my photos and like delete stuff because especially the last six months being back home, I've been capturing moments like an insane human being. I am going to buy a camera in January. Maybe I'll start vlogging. I'm not sure. Vlogging is something I've always wanted to do. Um, actually, I have one video up on my YouTube. <laughs> if you have got this far and you want to go check it out, feel free to. But I was kind of doing it to test um, if I enjoy the editing aspect of YouTube, which is fun. I like playing with the fonts and the colors and the music and trying to figure things out. So if I do get a camera, I think that would be a really good idea. So I might just do that for the fun of it and see or just keep them for me or share them. Who knows? But I can't believe I just shared that out loud on the mic. But this is where we are. I've become so comfortable with the mic right now. It's insane. I think this is my biggest worry the first half of the year when I was like, okay, I need to focus on something. Let me get through with this podcast. Let me get into this podcast, should I say. And, and um, I kept telling my friends, I don't know how to open up to the mic because I'm just seeing a mic but now that I've I'm seeing listeners every freaking week you guys are insane you know how many like so many new people I'm so grateful for you all welcome I'm pl I plan on creating like a discord um chat or somewhere where we can all like communicate and you can easily talk to other people and share tips and advice because I would love to create a community here and have like-minded people you know, in one place and make new friends and just connect with people. So if you're open to that, that's coming. It's something I'm working on. But yeah, seeing more people listening to the podcast, like I've been having 80 or so listeners a week, which is insane to me because it's just been a year since I've roughly a year since I've done this. A month and a half since I announced it on Instagram and told the world and I'm more confident with it. But my mom was telling me the other day, yo you better like focus on your career and not get carried away with this whole podcasting thing i was like i know but i like i just love it so much i don't know i found the platform for me <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say but um what was i even saying before i go into all of this i was saying um discord i'm gonna create a discord and um listeners welcome i have forgotten what i said I hope you all had a healthy and restful time with your loved ones this holiday. Whether you are celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas, I am sending you love. I'm sending you happiness. And I hope you had a restful and healthy time and an enjoyable one too. And if the holiday was different for you this year for whatever reason, whether it was losing a loved one or being solo or just different from how it normally is, I am sending you love and joy and good vibes. Plus, remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are on this universe for a reason, in case nobody told you today. That's it for this week's episode. The time is 2.48. Man, I've been speaking for 48 minutes straight. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, leave a review down below as usual and share this with someone you want to share this with i hope you enjoy this episode and i am sending you love wherever you are i will catch you in 2023 goodbye